Amidst global chaos, at least your drawers can be organized. I'm Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Get it together, 2021 organizational tips. You love it, we're bringing it, and you're all going to feel really good after doing it. That sounds very intriguing, Kelly. <laughs> it does. <laughs> if you only started listening just Are then. we talking about organizing your house? <laughs> yeah. So January, in my mind, equals organization and, yeah. you know, giant birthday celebrations. But well, that's to come. there is that. Or was, no, actually, let me start that again. But that was in the recent past. <laughs> <laughs> How was your birthday? How was your birthday? Delicious. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, yeah, so today, let me just give you a little side here. If you don't have Christmas away, hit pause and go put it all away, and then you can start listening again. We'll wait for you. But I think everybody's probably got Christmas put away by now. If you're listening to this, the day comes out is January 20th, and um, I took a little longer to put away Christmas this year, and I think Anita did as well. I did. I just was very sad for the season to be over, and that's not typical for you or me. But this year, I maybe with everything, uh, all the unrest out out there in that world uh, we live in, maybe it was all of that. I don't know, but it just seemed very uh, sad when normally I'm just kind of ready to to get on to the next thing, whatever that is. But the organization of January actually got me perked up, thinking that uh, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and organize my house. And uh, that's kind of a project, and it has such immediate, beautiful, wonderful results. It just, it just makes me feel so good when it's done, and it's going to make you feel good when it's done. Yeah, you really did a deep dive into your closet, which I know you're going to share with us today. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up at my house is, yes, a lot of organization. Um, of course, every year when I take the Christmas down, I purge some stuff and shuffle it around and try to make it make more sense for when I take it out next year. In fact, there was, I have a, a big armoire in the barn. And I guess last year I had decorated a tree out there because my mother-in-law came and stayed and that's where she stays. And I took the items and some other items that were on that tree and I put them in a drawer in that armoire and I completely forgot that I did that. And this year we were looking for a couple of things and I happened to remember around January 12th that I had used that drawer as extra Christmas storage. So I, I had to write a note to myself for next year. I put it in one of the other bins. More Christmas in the armoire drawers. Well, and I think you're pointing to one of the problems of not having your house organized is that you can't find things. And I have the same thing with Christmas stuff because I have a little bit here. And a little bit there. And that's when you get into that. I forgot where it was. It happens to me. And uh, that's one of the benefits of doing this organization is you're going to know where everything is. And going through this, I found a few things that I was looking for. So it was kind of one of those, oh, that's where that's been hiding. Oh, well, great. Well, maybe today after we do this episode, I will be able to find my favorite mask. Because I don't know about any of you, but... There's cute masks, there's fun masks, there's masks that are uncomfortable, there's ones that make you, you know, feel like you're suffocating. And I found this one that I love. If it makes you feel like you're suffocating, 
throw it away. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Just it's, throw it away. It's a cute one, though. So I, you know, I can't oh. but, but I can't find my fave. What else is going on in my house is I, Peter's calling it cabin fever, and I'm calling it a clever redesign. I'm completely redesigning our master bedroom. Oh, well, see, I mean, and I think that's kind of part of the key to not being depressed. If you tend to be kind of depressed after the holidays, come up with some project or mm-hmm. something to just kind of uh, make you feel good about your house and to give you something to be excited about. And really, the the organization for January, to me, really is something to get excited about. I, I And, you know, I don't want to get excited about cleaning my house. I, I but We all know that. I know. But organization is different. I It just feels so good. And this is something that I really actually enjoy doing. So there's actually four keys that I've kind of been thinking about as I'm, because I'm in the middle, I've done two closets, I've, or three, I don't know, I have two more to do. So I'm kind of in the middle of all this. So I kind of had some fresh thoughts about just some keys for making this organization work for your house. Can I go over those now? Oh my gosh. Yes, please. Okay. Well, I think the first key is, for this to work, you have to get rid of stuff that you're not using because just moving, like they say, moving uh, deck chairs around on the deck of the Titanic isn't going to do you any good. If you're not <laughs> getting rid of stuff and you're just shifting around where it is, but you're not using it, then it, it's really not doing any good. For this to really work, you've got to be getting rid of stuff because you want to only have stuff that you're actually using in your house. I mean, oh. would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yes, thumbs up. Yeah, so I think that's the first key is you've got to move stuff. Stuff has to leave your house or you haven't done it right. Let go of it. That's right. Let it go. Put it in a pile and get rid of it. Donate it. You'll make someone happy. Right. So then the second key is, and this is what I'm finding, because I decluttered and organized my house actually two years ago and then I do a refresh once a year and I'm finding that the areas where they're really needing me to go in and put a lot of more work into are areas that I did not use organizational containers the areas where I use organizational containers are fine they're still just exactly as neat and tidy today as they were two years ago so I think that's one of the keys is in your if you've got a shelf Get bins or tubs or containers on those shelves to put your stuff in because no matter how nicely organized things are on a shelf, just with the people using them, it's just going to end up getting messy. Oh, great. Well, that's a great tip. And I have some specific items to share with everyone later on. So that'll speak to that point. Okay. Uh, Third key is if you don't train your family how to work with your system, it's not going to work. So they kind of need to know, especially if you've moved things around, it just, you really need to give them the tour of the house and let them know, here's where the pliers are. Here's the toilet paper. You know, you don't want anyone, because uh, they're going to get mad at you. You've moved their cheese and they're going <laughs> to, they want to know where their cheese is. So uh, make sure you give your family a tour of the house and then make sure they follow the rules of putting things back where they belong. And, you know, my family. That's a goal in progress. Well, I, oftentimes yeah. there are setbacks there. Well, yes. Actually, I'm the only one in my house that likes to organize. And here's something else. I'm the only one in my house that actually throws things away. Mm. So, Like those mugs? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the mugs. <laughs> Yes, the mugs. Uh, yeah. So what you what 
what you're talking for anybody listening that uh, Kelly's talking about. I had a box of mugs I was getting rid of, and I set them by the front door, and they everybody walked by and found their favorite mug in there and grabbed it and put it back in the drawer. So it was. Uh, <laughs> It was just like a fun game. Hey, the mugs are in the hall. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> you get your mug. Back. <laughs> I know. So that that didn't really, and they weren't really their favorite mugs. Let's let's be honest. These were the yeah. mugs that, yeah. and like, up yeah. until that moment, they had had no interest in for a year. But yes. suddenly, when it's by the door, hey, that's my favorite mug. <laughs> but you know, it's interesting though because, especially with Evie, you know, she's not this organization's not her thing. But when we kind of went through and did her drawers with everything rolled up, just like the Marie Kondo method. There, it's still that way. It's still that way two years later. Isn't that interesting? Wow. So, mm-hmm. Was that two years ago? <gasps> I, well, Time I, flies when you're in a pandemic and other I things. Know. <laughs> yes, when I did. Well, when I first did that. Okay. And then the fourth key is you've got to do a yearly, you've got to refresh it once a year. You've got to go through your house once a year. And if you've done a really good job and your family has maintained it, it's not going to be a lot of work. But that's something I think that's really helpful to go through once a year because, you know, things happen. People, uh, you know, like my family, when they buy something new, they like to keep the box that it came in. So we have all these boxes that just really aren't helpful to have. So I had to move all of those out and they're all going bye-bye. I'm kind of enamored of a good box too i have to say and well i don't mean we good used boxes. to have the store no but like a good size box you're like oh that would be good if one day i'm shipping something oh, to someone right, right, right. so i i cleared a lot of those out too and i had a lot of bubble wrap because i feel guilty about throwing bubble wrap out oh, and all well, that true. stuff because when you need it then you have to go buy it and that seems silly but that, i'm not talking about those kind of boxes i'm talking about you buy a product in the store and it comes in a box Oh, no. Those boxes that really, unless you're going to return it, they serve no value. Absolutely true. Okay, those boxes. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. So those are my four tips. That's really great. I guess we're done. That was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we mentioned in the beginning, Anita told you, like it is, something's got to go. So the purge word is got to be ringing through your head and you've really got to act on it. Uh, don't organize what you don't need or what you haven't used in a year or even six months. And certainly don't go out and buy organizers for stuff you don't need exactly. or haven't used in six months. Exactly. But now what I will say what you're talking about, with don't buy them for stuff that you don't want. I would say as you're going through it, you know, measure your spaces buy your boxes or your containers and you know just save your receipts. It's okay to return stuff you don't you don't need or you're going to you know you're going to be going back and forth to the store several times returning some things, buying more things and that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. I'm not a returner. In fact, in all the Amazon purchases, I just returned something the other day and boy was that easy. You, really? Well, that's so funny that you say that because my mom uh because she's out in a rural area, likes to come shop wherever I'm living. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed like, she hasn't done this in a while, but she used to come return more things than she would buy. She oh. would return the stuff that she bought the last time or the, oh, you know, whatever. Funny. Anyway, there were more, ret- anyway, so I think she probably keeps a third of what she actually buys. Yeah, no, I'm Donna Returner. But if anybody is concerned about returning on Amazon, if you haven't done it already, oh my gosh, couldn't be easier. You don't even have to box really? it up. No, I just brought it to the UPS. They, you tell them really? I want to return it. You like, click a button. Aren't you charged for the return shipping? 
No. They really? um no. Oh. So, yeah, well, I mean, I I wasn't. So, in this experience I returned like two items oh, and then oh, actually wow. three items, so three separate items that I had purchased for the girls uh for Christmas and didn't fit. And you just say, "Oh, I don't return that." And they send you a label and then you just show up at UPS or you could I think there's also if you have an Amazon, you know, this is, spot in one of mm-hmm. your you know whole foods or whatever you could do that showed up at the ups uh, the longest thing was to wait on the line at the ups uh, you know to get in because you could only have one person at the store and i just handed it to the guy what a great tip not seen i've learned something new today yeah and he was like yeah no box no nothing and then he gave me a receipt and i really? swear i don't even think okay now this is stuff that's been shipped by amazon i would think because sometimes it's not shipped from Amazon. I'm assuming that maybe might it make was a because it was Amazon products, but I don't know. It was clothing, so um, yeah. But, but you have to look to see who the yeah. I'm guessing that's an issue. Could but, be, could be. So maybe awesome. it's not for everything because we know you know from Just our check. Amazon yeah. but, deals and finds that right. there was a lot of other sellers on Amazon. But yeah, super simple. And I think I, I, I think I was refunded before I even got home. Wow. Yeah. And then the next time I went to buy something, which was, of course, like two days later, um, it was for free. And I'm like, why is it for free? And then I realized I had a credit. Oh, don't you just love it when you have a credit? Love a credit. Mm. Yes. Keeps you coming back. So we are talking about don't organize what you don't need. Don't buy organizers for what you don't need. Mm-hmm. So you really have to take that very important step first. And sometimes you buy a pack of something and you get maybe like a million of them and you really only need in like 10. I'm thinking of small things, but small mm-hmm. things add up. Particularly with people working at home now, you might have more office supplies in your house than you ever did before. You know, do you need 5,000 paper clips? But, you know, you can't buy like 10 paper clips usually, no. right? So mm-hmm. stuff like that, maybe cull it down. That would be a great thing for, a, you know, a mom or a working person that's putting their home office together to find a goodwill. You know, like I think about, you know, especially around uh, the start of school, if you had supplies like that, you know, you buy a pack of pencils and you have, get so many pencils and you don't really need that many pencils. So stuff like that, because all those small things, Things, if you keep them, you have to find a place for them and they take up room. And after a while, if so many little things accumulate, it becomes stressful and we don't want that in your life. I so wish look- we had something like that in our neighborhood. Actually, it probably is in my neighborhood mm-hmm. where you could just bring stuff that that's a perfectly fine shape that you just don't want, where you could just kind of drop it off and then somebody else grabs it. I mean, we have something for big things on the trash days or whatever, you just mm-hmm. set out something you don't want, like a chair the night before. Right. And there's people that go through the neighborhood and just pick things up. If it's by the curb. Oh, they are just they, Anita? Up. I don't know anyone that No, does you don't that. know anybody like that. I know. No. Free chair? I'm all over it. <laughs> Spritz it down with my sanitizer and throw yeah. it in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so look around your house for these things that you might have, you know, and sometimes people are like, oh, I buy it in bulk. Oh, you know, I save money if I buy 5,000 of them. Maybe all those beans, <laughs> like cans of beans you bought in the beginning of this nightmare, maybe they're still hanging around. Well, mm-hmm. you know, go give them to a food pantry. Somebody mm-hmm. else would like your beans. So stuff like that, cull it down. It's not like you have to throw out all your scrapbooks. We're certainly not saying that, but you're not going to have room for the important stuff if you you have all this crap laying around and having to find a place for it. So do that. 
And then look around your own house for organization and storage solutions. There's underutilized storage opportunities, I like to call them. Oh, I like that. All over your house. Now, mm-hmm. I agree with Anita. If you've got an open shelf and you've got you know a pile of sweaters and a pile of jeans, maybe you want to get those dividers or maybe you want to get a right. bin or something like mm-hmm. that. That's a really nice way to keep all your things also dust free and all of that. And, you know, maybe don't, don't have moths taking up residence in your cashmere and all of that. That's all good. But I do say as well, in tandem with that, look all around your house for these spots. Look in your closets. Do, do you have shelves going up to the ceiling or do you just have a rod? Are you hanging just short things, Um, even in your coat closet? Maybe you don't have long coats. Maybe they're all jackets. Can you put a shoe rack in there? Maybe you can put a a bin in there and put the hats and the gloves and things like that in there. Or off-season clothes can be stored in there. These are all just suggestions, but open your eyes, like we say to you all the time with respect to decorating your home, open your eyes with regard to finding storage and organizational opportunities in your own house. Under bed storage, I know that like feng shui, uh, you know, devotees might think that's not a great Mm -hmm. thing to do to have stuff under your bed. But if it's stuff you really like, that's okay. Like I wouldn't put the extra 5,000 paper clips under my bed. But if it was my nice sweaters, you know, with, with a lavender sachet in a nice bin under my bed, I'm okay with that, well, sleeping right. on top of it. I don't like it either. But you know what? If you don't have room and it's something you want to keep, then then go for it. And in yeah. fact, I, I actually have a, a lot of, from when we had our bespoke decor store, I have a, I bought, I have a lot of uh, fluffy pillows, p- pillow forms. Oh and, my gosh, I'm cracking up because I was wrestling with my pillow forms just today. Yes, so I kind of put them all in one closet, but you know what I decided this morning? I just ordered a bunch of those vacuum bags that you use your vacuum cleaner to pull the air out of, and it makes them smaller, and I'm going to put those pillows in there uh, and then put them in a cabinet that I've got, and I think they're all going to fit if I can get that air pulled out of the bags. Okay, that's a great solution because I have so many pillow inserts and some yeah, for too. sizes that I don't even use, but I I know the minute I give one away, I'm going to find a 16 by 16 pillow that I have to have, right? So right. I don't want to give them away because they're good inserts. Yes, yes. Oh, I don't, exactly. And I do use them from time to time. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm very excited about those. Right, because I was just switching all my Christmas pillows over to my yep. winter collection. Yes. And this is why I then had Time to face the, the music pillows. with all of these inserts. So that's a great idea. But here's the thing too. You've probably thought of this already. But I would label the outside of the vacuum bag because you're not going to know if that's a 20 by 20. Oh, great idea. Right? Because yes. sometimes even when you're eyeballing, I'm like, oh, that looks big enough. But then you put it in the pillow form and it's, you know, it's not big enough. Um, so, you know, you, you're definitely not going to know if it's in a vacuum bag, what size it is. Well, and the same thing you can do with, with, um, sheets or comforters or anything like that. I think that's a nice thing to label, mm-hmm. uh, if it's in a bin or something, or if it's one of the, in, in one of the vacuum bags, one of the solutions I've had, because we have a full size bed, a queen and a twin in this house, uh, is just all the queens are in our bedroom, the twins are in my daughter's with the twin bed. So we just kind of separate them. But that's something that you might want to label as well. 
And then if you're really into it, you get a label maker. Well, I, you've, you need, listen, if you don't have a label maker, you need a label maker. In fact, that's, I think my next step is I'm going to put that on some of my boxes because I used opaque boxes for my mm-hmm. closet. I went to Ikea yesterday and the day before and came home with a, a buggy full of these boxes. But I like the opaque ones because it just has a uniform look in my closet. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not going to know what's in, but you know, they all look exactly the same. So I'm right. going to do the labels on there. Right. Oh, great. Great. That's a great idea. I don't have a label maker and, and I feel a little you know, sort of underprivileged think, and inferior to you. I so think, I think I should get one. No, I, I, I don't know. You need one. All right. You, you have to get a label maker. I, don't I used know to have how... one when I was little, and I really did like it. It was a squirrel. I can't believe you have not had one since you were a kid. Did anyone ever have Did you have those? Uh, the, they were like animal the faces, ones. and you punched it, and it, it yes. was like the, 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 the little ribbon was like swirly, like purple and pink or green and yellow, and it would press it out so the, the letters would be raised and white, like kind of like Braille. Yeah, you know what? My my dad actually oh, made me a name tag. That? Well, yeah, so that's what I had when I was a kid. My dad made a name tag, and it had my name and my address and my phone number and my school, what grade I was in, for when we would go on uh, uh, trips with my mm-hmm. class, I guess in case I got lost, so they could basically mail me home. Or just so all the child molesters could be like, hey, Anita, <laughs> <laughs> your mom told me to take you back to your house. So jump hey, in my Anita, white van and let's go. I, I see you live on... Heathcote Avenue. <laughs> exactly. Your mom called me and told me where that I should drive you right home. Yeah. No, I laugh about that. I mean, total aside, I had maybe five t-shirts with iron on. Kelly, like, why was that a thing? No wonder all these kids ended up on milk cartons. They're <laughs> announcing to the world their names. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, I know your mom from, uh, you know, the bank. Don't yeah. worry about it, Kelly. Except I've always been a very suspicious kid, so I never would have trusted anybody. <laughs> but back to the organization. I think the thing, too, when you're starting uh, in your house, and I think if you haven't done it, I definitely would do the entire house. But I like to do one room at a time, and then you have a sense of accomplishment, and you can walk in there yes. and pat yourself on the back and show your family, put it on Instagram and you everything. You can make yourself a label, number one organizer. And <laughs> That's on <your> right. <laughs> That's right. Give yourself a name. <laughs> uh, but then anyway, and then I just kind of go through the house. But see, as you're going through, though, you may don't necessarily put everything back in the same room. If you find, oh, well, there's just a few Christmas ornaments, Kelly, in this one room, but most of my Christmas ornaments are in this other room. Honestly, I have no idea why I did it. I must have just been like, I am so done with this. And I was probably like, hey, I'll put this tree up again right here in the entrance to the barn. And of course, all it'll be so convenient to have the ornaments right there. But then, lo and behold, I didn't put that tree up. And I completely forgot they were there. So that was a bad idea. So, well, I'm just saying, but we all do this. It's like, I've got a little bit here, a little bit there. So what I'm saying is just because it's in one room now doesn't mean it should stay there. If you have a few odds and ends that don't really seem to go with anything else, uh, then just set them aside. I have a pile down at the bottom of my stairs right now of of orphans Mm -hmm. and they're waiting for their friends. And when I find their little friends that go with them, just something similar then it will go in that particular room. So I don't feel like it has to go back in the same room. And uh, then again, you're going, to, you're going to want three piles as you're organizing, your throw away, your giveaway, and your keep. So, I mean, that's going to help you. Uh, and then again, that, that giveaway, 
I mean, you, like you said, you have lots of options on, you know, sometimes if I have something nice and I know a specific person would like it, I give it directly to the person. Right. Now, getting back to what you were talking about, you were saying, oh, I wish we had something like in your neighborhood where you could just leave something. Mm-hmm. So you're saying something, not like a thrift store. You're just saying someplace where you could leave it where and someone free. could take it if they want it. Right. Where it's just free. Yeah. 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 I d- definitely that happens, you know, with furniture, but normally people aren't like, you know, here's my extra well, legal pads or something. Out well, of that's my, what I'm saying. Lawn. In my neighborhood, sometimes they'll go on and say, hey, I've got an extra this or that and it's out and they'll give their address and say it's going to be out on my front curb. But I'm right. thinking even little things. And we've even had situations where people are saying, uh, you know, it was like after some you know, like Hurricane Harvey or something, this person needs this or that. And we actually ended up having an extra door of all things that I was wanting to get rid of. And oh. somebody needed one. And I'm like, here, take it. Well, isn't that great? Yeah. So, I mean, it'd be nice to have some way to to match things up with people where they're not having to necessarily maybe pay a thrift store. I don't right. know. It, I don't know how that works because someone's got to be paid to organize it. But it'd be nice. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, there's always well, when they find out apple. you're the number one organizer in your neighborhood, I think they're going to uh, ask you to do it. Right. But I mean, you know, someone's going to abuse it, but it would be nice to have some area where you just kind of do that. But someone's going to drop off a bunch of stuff that's, you know, nobody wants yeah. junk that you're thinking now yeah. junkyard. Nobody wants. it. Well, just uh, getting back to talking about that with respect to office supplies, school supplies and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when my daughters weren't going to school anymore and I you know there were no lockers or whatnot and I saw all these notebooks that had like you know half a notebook or 10 sheets were used and then you know they decided to go to loose leaf or the class didn't require that many notes or what have you if you have a lot of stuff like that I like to obviously use you know the scrap paper I'm not just gonna throw out a notebook like that but it is really useful for kids and moms, I mean, every year around here. And teachers, here, if you know a teacher. Teachers, right. Every, you know, every year around here, um, we go do this thing at the end of August where we um, go to this Foothill Family Services and they do a backpack fill. And so that you, you bring stuff and then you fill up backpacks for the kids to get ready to go back to school. So if you, what I'm getting to is if you have stuff like that, and instead of just being like, oh, here's a bag of rubber bands and here's some pencils and here's that, and it's all random, if you package it together and maybe mm-hmm put it all in a big Ziploc or something like that, whether it be some paper, notebook, pencils, erasers, things like that. That's so useful. And then if you drop it off at a thrift store or if you have someplace like that where they're helping families out and helping kids get um, ready for school and whatnot, that could be really great because then they're getting this whole sort of kit. Yes. Yes. And I actually found some old little toys of Lisey's that weren't being used. And I gave them to Evie, because, uh, who's teaching fourth graders, because she has little rewards for people who behave well. Oh, right. So that's going to go in her little stash. Oh, that's always good to have up your sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's amazing. Just check with a teacher because they always need paper and pens and pencil sharpeners and all that stuff. And, you know, a lot of the te- I mean, they have to pay for most of that stuff themselves. Yeah, a lot of time the budget just doesn't allow for the things they want. So getting back to looking around for these hidden storage opportunities, they might be hidden in plain sight, right? So as I said, you're going to look at your closet. Hey, could I just throw another shelf up here? If you're handy enough and you've got a drill and you can go buy a a shelf or a piece of wood at Home Depot, you could probably do it by yourself. But that's a really easy thing for any handyman to do on the floor. Instead of just having shoes there, maybe get a shoe rack so it's Mm -hmm. tiered and you get more shoes in there. Uh, Go through your 
memorabilia. Sometimes stuff seemed really important to keep at the time. And then maybe that card from your old neighbor that you haven't seen in 10 years, you don't need to keep that, you know, mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day card or something like that. But at the time, you're like, I can't throw this out. Just put it in a file. I know I do that. And sort of you call through it and keep the most important things, sort of, you know, purge through that. Look at your books and your bookshelves. If you're a paperback reader, chances are you've probably got a ton of paperbacks. You're probably not going to read a paperback again unless you take a, you know, an English class in college again. Um, You know, and the ones that are beach reads and whatnot, usually not worthwhile of another read. So what are you holding on to that for? Give it to somebody else who might enjoy it. Oh, I agree with that. And then Another thing to think about when you're organizing your closet or your pantry or whatever, think about what you use the most. Whatever you use the most, you want to be the most convenient to grab. So if it's your, you know, socks, you don't want that, you don't want to have to get your ladder out to get your socks every day. So, you know, kind of think about that. If it's kind of uh, some memorabilia, that sort of thing, then you're going to put that on the top shelf because you're not accessing that. So, you know, recently I found home in all this uh, cleaning the closets, I found my mother-in-law's gloves from back in when oh. women wore gloves every day. Well, not every day, but, you know, to special occasions. And I, it's a massive stack of gloves. Oh, White gloves, so black gloves, navy gloves, gloves with buttons, gloves with scallops, uh, long gloves, uh, cuffed gloves. Uh, they were all so pretty. So, uh, yeah. So I'm What gonna... a perfect time to start wearing the entire collection. <laughs> You, you could go. probably open a little shop and just I, sell them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Exactly. So. I do don my gloves. There's one one of my grocery stores that I go to. They There's somebody outside cleaning off all the handles and everything like that. And um, I just decided to bring my little gloves to the other one that doesn't do that. But So <laughs> you could be just walk in with some fashionable fur-trimmed gloves. It would be very nice. Yeah, that's right. Um, You know, but again, you know, you're going to want to put like all your gift wrap all in one place, all your seasonal decor in one place. You're going to want everything organized. And again, if you're using opaque boxes and containers to put things in, I highly, highly recommend a labeler. And Kelly, let me know when you get your labeler. I know. Anybody who's been with us a long time knows. Right? I've been promising her I was going to get a labeler for how many years. I'm telling you, it's like, I think I told you this before. But you're going to come back and go, you know, I didn't know how much I needed that. Everything's going to be labeled in your house and you're going to be so happy. And then you're going to know where everything is. And you're going to find those Christmas things next time. I will. I will. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. I will try. I did, I looked the, I did look at them last year. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. But I did look at labelers. But I didn't pull the trigger. But maybe I will this year. Well, it's not a big expense. I think you can do it. I can. Uh, but anyway, but another thing while we're talking about getting rid of things. Do the purge of your towels. You know the ones. Mm. I'm going to save that for washing the car. I'm saving that for washing the dog. Okay, yeah, one or two, but you don't need 20 of those. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of go, that kind of stuff, you don't need a ton of those. And and why, you don't want to be, you're not going to feel good about yourself if you're using a, a towel with a big hole in it every day. So, you know, just just keep a few for the dog or whatever. And then make sure you have a nice set of new, fresh, clean, uh, nicely, just nice towels for yourself. And, you know, you don't have, you don't need 20. You probably just need, you know, maybe one per person, two per person in your house. Oh, people don't use, have to use four or five towels each? 
when uh, they shower? When, no? I think teenagers do. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> How many towels? I mean, what is going on here? Uh, I'm yeah. up to my ears in laundry and towels. But this is a great time to buy towels because a mm-hmm. lot of places are having their white sales, quote unquote white sales, right? So um, sheets and towels are historically on sale in the winter in January. So good time to replace all of that. I cannot let go of telling you ideas for finding the secret storage. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of thinking about using what you love to store the other stuff you love. Right? So, Well, that's a nice idea. I, right? I like that. Like we've talked about like our white pictures, right? Mm-hmm. I yes. have white pictures in my kitchen and, and many of you have probably seen that tray and I have six of them. Well, I... I think right now, five of them are filled with things that I use every day. Excellent. The dishwasher pods. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one has the matches in it. Another one has olive oil sitting in it. Uh, one is empty because sometimes I put flowers in it. The French canisters that I have in my kitchen, batteries, rubber bands. That's where I have a lot of extra um the paper clips and things like that because I don't want to have it in my only one desk drawer in my desk. So if we need more, if, you know, suddenly I become someone who collates paper for a living or something and I need a lot of paper clips, I will know where they are. Uh, but think about, you've probably got a lot of empty things that you really like to look at in your house. Mm-hmm. There's um, a crock in my living room that I have a stack of decor books on and then something else decorative on it. Well, I do remember this every year. Inside that, I put a a crocheted afghan that my grandmother made. It's kept safe. I have Mm -hmm. a a sachet in there with it. And I really only take it out around Christmas time because I really don't want the dogs, you know, doing anything to it with their nails and whatnot. So we really only use it when the tree's up, I should say. Probably that span of time, the three weeks or two weeks. Uh, And that back in it goes. But this way, I don't have to have a plastic bag on it. I don't have it on a shelf. It's in a piece of decor that would otherwise just be empty. I love that idea. And I think that that's nice. If it's something sitting out on your counter, you're going to want something pretty. You don't want plastic clear, you know, shoebox bins sitting out on your countertop with stuff in that. That's for a closet. So if you if you want to store things sitting out, I love the idea of using something of beauty. Or maybe it's a beautiful tin that has something in it. I think that's a great idea. Exactly. Everything, I mean, I I think the clear or opaque storage bins are a great idea. I think they work really well for lots and lots of things. And they're really nice in, on, in a closet, on a shelf and whatnot. But when you need to have something where you're using it all the time, like dishwasher pods or uh, soap for your laundry or things like that. There's a lot of creative ways that you can store it, but it still make it beautiful. And I was just thinking about this tip that I got a couple of years ago that I'm still using. It's such a great idea. And that is for your sheet sets to fold them up and put them all in one of the pillowcases. That is so smart. And that's like one of those like Duh. Like, <laughs> uh, well, I know. Well, I didn't grab it. It's the whole come to that set. Conclusion. Yeah. So you're not like, okay, where's the flat sheet? Where's the fit? It's all together. And uh, yeah, that was just one of those great tips I got a long time ago. So uh, here's another tip. If you have a, a place where you have platters, uh, cutting boards, or baking sheets, I've seen uh, somebody used tension rods in between them, small ones, mm-hmm. use them vertically. Where you can just slide them in if you don't have a divider there. Oh, isn't oh, that so a great it idea? It would be 
Um, so I'm picturing in sort of maybe a slim cupboard, and then you'd put them vertically. Right, just the, the small little ones, not the big shower rods, but just yeah. those tiny little cafe rods. So maybe you could just... I don't know, Anita, I can't get it in here. <laughs> yeah, you need the, the, the kind for the very small windows. But uh, I thought that was a great idea. People are so clever, aren't they? Aren't, I know, I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we've got some more tips. I've got some particular items to tell you about, but right now we want to tell you about our sponsors. Best part of the new year is the whole clean slate, right? So whether you're organizing or getting your health in order and getting back in shape and working out or just getting your health plans in place, I've got some real good goals besides organization for 2021. 2020 was kind of a hard year to work out regularly. So I really want to get it going in 2021. So I want to work out every day, but I also want to know more about what's going on in my body. And FitTrack is all about measuring your health, not just your weight. And for me, not just my test pants. So the DARA Smart Scale measures 17 vital health metrics, including BMI, hydration levels, muscle mass, and so much more. With FitTrack, I can get personalized insights and a real clear picture of my overall health. And that's really what I'm going for. I don't necessarily want to weigh a certain amount. I'm kind of fine where I'm at, but I want to tone and I want to build muscle and I don't want to lose any bone mass. So the Dara Smart Scale accurately hones in on my body, so it'll hone in on yours too, and gives me the information I need to get the results I want. I can compare my goals to the progress I'm actually making with FitTrack's measurements, and it keeps me accountable and motivated. So it's almost like working out with uh, you know a friend or a partner. And the Dara Smart Scale, which I have just slipped right under the cabinet in my bathroom, so it's so easy to jump on and see what's up, it's syncs with the free FitTrack app. And so all my health insights are saved in one place and you can add up to eight users on the Dara Smart Scale. So everyone in your family and more, I guess, could use it too. I am tracking my muscle rate, my hydration, so my body water and my bone mass. So stop measuring weight and start measuring your health in 2021 with FitTrack. Go to get fittrack.com slash DTT to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a very limited time, you'll also save an additional 10%. That's getfittrack, G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K.com slash DTT to save 50% plus get an additional 10% off your order. Don't miss out on this really great limited time offer and I want you all to join me and we can really hit all our health goals as well as our organizational goals in 2021. Well, speaking of 2021, it's not getting any easier, is it? I think it was the most amazing time for BetterHelp to come on the scene. BetterHelp Online Counseling has been assisting so many people with taking control of their mental health. And there are so many reasons to be having troubles, anxiety, stress, and grief right now. BetterHelp counselors and therapists are trained in all these areas and so many more. It's convenient, affordable, and professional. This is not self-help. It's licensed counselors giving professional advice online. You don't have to leave your house to take charge of your mental health. 
So if there's something interfering with your happiness, if you're just not feeling like yourself, if everything's just weighing on you too much, or you have very specific issues that you're struggling with, get to betterhelp.com DTT to save 10% off your first month. It's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash DTT for 10% off your first month of this very convenient, affordable, and professional online counseling. Do you have any more tips? You're just, the tips are flowing from you, number one organizer today. <laughs> I have so a few sure more. you've got more. I have a few more, but not, oh, not too many. Oh, of course you do. Go okay. Ahead. So what about using a magazine rack to hold your pot lids? Maybe on the inside of your pantry door, you could put those on there if you don't have spices there. Oh, Wow. Another okay. thing is to use the pool noodles in your boots. If you have tall boots that slouch over, put those by the pool noodles in the summer and cut them to the right size and you just stick them in your boots. Okay. And Can I say, I think that's a very good idea, but I would love everyone to just treat themselves to very pretty boot inserts. Oh, well, that's true. Those My are... mother-in-law bought me some nice boot inserts Where did she, where did she get them though? I don't know where to get those. Well, let me just check in my Amazon. <laughs> I'm sure you can get them there. And if you don't like them, you can return them. Okay. Uh, oh, no, it go. was a great gift. I, I never oh, would nice. have bought them for myself. And yes. I, I, know, I have this particular pair of patent leather, black patent leather boots that just make me feel pretty dynamite. Mm-hmm. And if they bent over, the patent leather would be creased. Oh, well, we wouldn't want that. And we wouldn't want that. No. Oh, well, that's exciting. Okay, I'm going to check that out. That's going to be my treat for this afternoon oh yes and i might have to buy some oh yeah maybe you can even get them with some lavender in them oh that sounds good okay so here's another tip is to hang a short little ladder and i mean one of those cute little wooden ones not not one of those big metal ones but just a small little ladder on your ceiling in your laundry room if you don't have a place to hang your clothes when they dry when they're drying you know those things that you want to to dry on a hanger uh i think that might be a nice thing to just kind of hang them on that ladder uh, wait so you, a minute. Wait a minute. You hang it. Well, hang the ladder like a parallel floor, to the ceiling, parallel to the ceiling, but you know, maybe on a chain. So maybe it's down so that you can <gasps> actually reach it with your hands. I'm so doing this. Oh, good. Do you remember me ever telling you that I have it? Well, I may have been sold a bill of goods as they Uh-oh. say. Yes. I was at an antique show once and I saw this cute little ladder. And it's like, super little and the woman was like it's a chicken ladder <laughs> and I was like a chicken ladder and at that point I think I was probably like it, that's when the chicken craze was just well, like oh it it's couldn't an have official. been any crazier look there's a chicken's footprint <laughs> exactly I don't know how a chicken climbs a ladder and I was just so excited and I was I bought this thing and I dragged it around the, it was you know it's like you sometimes you go to the first booth and you buy the most mm-hmm. inconvenient thing so I'm dragging around this skinny but long ladder the whole time I'm antiquing uh, but I was so excited about it I wasn't gonna let somebody else come get this very unique one-of-a-kind chicken ladder so for years I've been like what am I doing with chicken ladder like you know oh everyone's putting ladders in their bathrooms and putting their towels on them well the rungs on the chicken ladder are not wide enough for even a tea towel. Probably not even oh, a napkin. Oh, they're really close together. Because it's for a chicken. Uh, so <laughs> I, can, I can do this now. I can definitely get a hanger hook on through it. Well, that's what I was wondering. Can you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. I want a picture of this. I want to see this. This is such a good idea. I can't tell you. Like, 
honestly, the chicken ladder's probably up here with me somewhere. And I, I look at it, I'm like, what am I going to do with you? Carrying you all over the place. Now I have Or you an might even be able to put it on a wall. God, this is a great it. podcast. I mean, you learn so Isn't much. You it? get so many ideas. Yeah. You might even be able to put it some way on your wall and use it for magazines even if you don't end up putting it on your ceiling. So, Dude, it's it would be like... You can't put a magazine on. I'm telling you, the rungs are like four inches long, wide. Oh, 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 It's oh, oh. for a I thought you meant the rungs were close together, but it's just Chicken for, foot. Oh. <laughs> it's long. It's super narrow. It must have had to go up like three flights. That is very narrow. Well, maybe it really is a chicken ladder then. Maybe she, I don't okay. know. I'm beginning to think maybe she was right. <laughs> I've never seen a chicken go up a ladder. If anybody out there has chickens that go up well, ladders, let me know. Well, for a chicken coop, well, I, yeah, but how many chickens are you seeing out and going up and down their ladder in their chicken coop? I don't know. They might use it. They might. They might. So, okay. Well, now it's not sounding so crazy anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway, so a few other things. Uh, a lazy Susan, you can use that in your pantry or any kind of closet if you can't reach in the back very well. I don't think they're a great use of space because it's then the stuff in the corners, you know, you can't put things there. So you're not fully using the space, but if there's a situation where you can't really get in the back, I mm. think it's a great thing to use. And again, uh, also magazine racks to hold uh, to, on the wall to hold gift bags. I think that's a great idea. Mm. It, you know, if you have all those uh, gift bags and then uh, the magazine holders uh, for, for your, put your foil you know, in your cling wrap and all that in one of those magazine boxes. You know what I'm talking about? That you Oh, like the ones that you would preserve your you know Yeah, that you would use to put it on the magazines you've been in. Like you would put them something all something like magazine that. holders. Yes. yes something yes. like that. That's smart. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Because those those are sometimes just awkward in a drawer. Yes, yes. So anyway, that that wow. Is... I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to just take a minute here because I'm, my head is reeling of how I'm gonna get chain attached to the chicken ladder. But I'm so excited <laughs> to do this because also I don't have a drying rack. Oh yes. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, oh, you're gonna have to share gosh. a picture. Oh my gosh, this is like two things are solved in one, one okay. tip. And now you got uh, okay. curious about the boot inserts. Yes, yes. Now you have something to be excited about. Okay, specific products. I yes. found this company. It's called Poppin, and they're in New York City, and they look like really kind of designery and fun. And they started with sort of reimagining the stapler because you know how fun it is when you see like a thing that you're used to seeing in like black or gray or you know navy and then all of a sudden it's like pink it's a pink stapler like how fun is that or it's got a little something on it so they reinvented or reimagined they say a lot of these things for offices and now that we're all home and we have our offices at home it might be fun to add some organizational products uh, that could help you in your home office that just have great colors and great style so there's this beautiful and you know I'm not a blue girl but there is this beautiful sort of slaty blue that they're showing a lot of their products in um, but they have a range of different colors that you know really would go with any decor and white as well that you know, would look very chic everywhere. So they have desk organizers. They have this portable laptop desk, which is kind of like, like cranks up. Oh, it's I only love- $69. Oh, wow. yeah. So it's kind of a cool company. So I put the link in the show. I notes. think that's so- called a standing desk. It's not like a standing. It's like it goes on a desk, but it kind of has this, it, 
You have to see it. It doesn't okay. look like a normal stand. It doesn't it does. go all the way up. Yeah. I mean, it kind of like almost like accordions. It's interesting. But that is a standing desk. You kind of accordion it up when you want to stand and then accordion it down when you want to sit. I'm telling you, it looks different than okay. the other ones All I've right. seen. You'll have okay. to check it out. Trust okay. me, everyone. I she will. doesn't trust me. <laughs> I told does. you. I have trust issues. You do have trust issues. <laughs> Hi, my name is you. Kelly, and this is a standing desk. <laughs> um, Uncommon Goods is a cool company. I worked with them probably probably now many years ago on my blog, but I really like all their stuff. And so I popped over there to see what they had as organizational. They have this fun thing. It's a felted phone keeper, which is also good if you're trying to control your kid's screen time. It might be something you would hang maybe in a mud room. I could see it there or like on a side of the kitchen. Um, it's in gray felt with, um, I think it has like vegan leather. We know what that is. And then each one of the pockets the felted pockets has a little chalk t- a label if you will and then there's a little pencil or chalk pencil where you can write people's names so you don't confuse the phones and all that but they can go in there it's also just a great place to because i know that i do live with someone who's always like where's my phone can you call my phone where's my phone <laughs> so if it, you know again you have to get like anita said you have to train these people to actually put the thing where it's supposed to go you can buy the cute felted phone hanger but nobody puts their phone in there you know the tree fell in the woods and no one heard it so you know there is that issue but it's super cute and if your people will do that that might be a great thing to do this other thing they also from uncommon goods a storage kiln poof now i know nita you really like kilns right so Mm -hmm. these hand the handmade vintage sort of moroccan berber type rugs they are transforming them into these poofs, but the poof comes empty, from what I understand oh. from reading the description. And it is to be stuffed, hand stuffed by you, by the purchaser, with maybe blankets or off season sweaters or guest towels or extra sheets and things like that to poof it out. So it's kind of like a storage ottoman, but it's, it's, you know, it is a storage ottoman, but it's not one with a lid open. So you kind of fill it yourself, which I thought was kind of cool. And it's really good looking. Um, and then I do have a regular old storage ot- ottoman that was such a good price, under $45 from Amazon. It comes in gray and maybe a taupey color. Uh, really good looking. And one of my favorite things and something that makes me very happy every time I open my cutlery drawer is my expandable bamboo cutlery organizer. Mm-hmm. And I got mine from Amazon. They have them probably all over. Williams Sonoma probably has them lots of places. And it expands, so it kind of fits any drawer. And it just looks so much nicer than the plastic ones. So those are my items that sort of bubble to the top for me as far as uh, new organizational items. Oh, well, I'm excited. I'll have to check out the yeah, yeah, definitely. I know you're going to go look at that standing desk right now and figure it out. Well, yeah, I've got to see if you're telling the truth on that exactly. one. Exactly. So what's the hot topic? Okay, well, it ties right into our topic today. It is Marie Kondo teams up with the Container Store for a sustainable line. And I've actually... Can't keep that girl down, can you? No, no, no. Right, exactly. So we'll include a link to the article, but actually I've gone straight to the website, the Container Store, which actually you could just do that and skip the article I did that want. too. Yeah, just go straight. I mean, I peruse the article. I always read the articles you send me. But I was like, well, I want to see the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to go to the container store to see. And it's right on their main page. It says shop the Marie Kondo collection. So she's got organizer boxes in different sizes. She has the three-tier expanding shelf. 
for spices or supplements or whatever, drawer organizers, uh, hangers, uh, let's see, some a bamboo hamper. Uh, there's there's a ton of things, some, some baskets, but the beauty of it is it all kind of, you can choose a particular style that you like that she has, maybe the bamboo or the wicker or whatever. And once you've chosen it, you can get a whole set of things in that particular look. And, you know, like for the boxes, you know, and the, these, uh, even the desk accessories, you can kind of choose white or, or a stained look or black. I mean, there's several different colors on these things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're just, they're very nice looking, very clean. And I think that's kind of one of those things where, uh, you know, her, her stuff's definitely very classy and very clean lined looking. And so I think that would definitely give you kind of a, you know, kind of make it a little more fun if you're organizing and you hate doing that. It might make it feel a little more fresh and you might kind of smile every time you opened your drawer. If you had some special uh, drawer organizers that you, you really thought were special. Yeah, I agree. It reminded me a lot of the home items that they have at that store. I told everyone about Muji. Yes. So it kind of has this a- Japanese. Well, she's Japanese, I think. Yeah. So I think um, very similar to that. Yeah, nice stuff. So good good for Marie. What's your crush? Well, before I get to that, I did want to mention, because I have my uh, friend, Tammy, who was my daughter's music therapist. She's very talented. She's actually a fiction writer, and uh, she's also a very talented musician. She just started a podcast for creatives, and she interviewed me on her new podcast, and I'm going to give you the name of it, Creative Piecemeal. I'll include a link in the show notes. But she in- interviews creative people. Sometimes, there are, uh, sometimes they are musicians, sometimes artists, uh, authors, and uh, other interesting people. So I think you'll enjoy that. She's just, she's a very lovely person and uh, it was, it was fun being interviewed by her. So oh, how fun. Mention. I can't wait to listen. That? Yes. Okay. So my crush. Okay. This, I teased it up last week that this was my favorite thing I've gotten in a long time mm-hmm. and it is a stove top smoker. So it's for smoking meat or I guess you could use it for vegetables if you wanted, but, uh, and we don't have any outdoor cooking options at our house in the city. But I just thought, what can I do that I'm not going to have to buy some big grill? And, you know, there's some very nice, like Traeger's got great smokers, but I didn't want to spend 700 bucks and then have to store this massive smoking unit in my tiny city porch. That'd be so fun when it's like 110. (laughs) (laughs) Houston in the back, just like, yeah, I'm putting the pork bellies in there <laughs> yeah no Come well back and, to check it later well and that's the thing too is we just we don't eat a lot of meat so i don't need some massive smoker we just put like a few maybe you know like a, a some chicken uh breasts or maybe just some burgers uh but anyway it goes on your stovetop and it basically looks like one of those 11 by 13 or 15 by 11 cake pans metal mm-hmm. cake pans yeah and you just put a tablespoon of these very tiny wood shavings that you buy that come with it in the bottom. And then it's got a drip pan on that. And then your, your, uh, your uh, grill or whatever you'd say, the, the part that holds the meat, the, your burgers or whatever. And then it's got a lid to kind of keep the smoke in. So the beauty of it is you just cook, you can use it on your stove. You just, I highly recommend you turn your fan on before you start it. Cause you don't want it to smell like, you know, the smokehouse down the street. Um, you know, you want the neighbors coming over asking to, you know, buy barbecue or something. So, um, 
you know, you definitely want that barbecue smell not in the house, but it is, it's the best burger I've ever made. Wow. So, so you, do you, so if you have a gas or electric range, it doesn't matter. You just, so that, is that where the heat source is coming from? From your own? Right. Stove? It is. Now I'm not sure. Just be careful. If you have one of those smooth, smooth electric cooktops, I'm not mm-hmm. sure you can use that on that, but supposedly it works in the oven. But the trick is I have a gas stove. So the trick is you just turn that the burner on and you and it and it's it kind of gets hot enough the bottom of the pan that it catches the smoke on fire and it just starts burning, you know, and smoking. And then you can turn this the the temperature down. So it kind of smokes. It's not going to brown anything. So I just like the burgers, I just smoke them in there for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and then I got out my skillet and just brown them on both sides. But uh-huh. they were very moist and um, smoky flavor. Oh my goodness, it was. They were so good. But then, brown, oh, wow. but you have to brown them on a skillet. You know, it's not going to come out brown. I see. Okay. But I smoked some turkey breasts or turkey tenders, and they have just been amazing. So then you just kind of heat your barbecue sauce, or you know, you could cut it up and put it in chicken salad or whatever. Mm. But the beauty of it is, you can have the. You know, I just think of people that that smoke meats. That it's like an all day. I know men that they they buy these big briskets and they're doing it overnight and it's like twenty four hours, forty eight hours, and they're outside constantly bathing it. And I'm thinking, I have a life. I can't do that. <laughs> so I need something. I, I have can labels do. to make. And I need to get back to my to labeler exactly. So this is something I can't believe how good it's it tastes. With just wow. twenty to thirty minutes. So yeah. Wow. Okay. So you'll put that in the show notes for us. What's it I will. Uh, let me see. What is it called? It is Stovetop Smoker. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> Gosh, I went, what, what, what is that site for the Stovetop yeah, Well, okay. I got it on Amazon, but I'll put the link to the specific one I got. But, you know, it's, um, yeah, I mean, the no, trick this is, is great. Great tip. We have toyed with the smoker as well. And when we were doing masterclass, there was mm-hmm. a masterclass all on smoking. And Peter does really like to grill. I don't know if it's like, it's so funny that that's like a man thing. I don't it know. It's funny. And he was like very interested in the whole smoking thing. He's watching this guy. I'm like, you're watching a guy watch his, I mean, he's a chef, you know, the guy's like a top chef, but mm-hmm. he's watching a guy watch his food <laughs> smoke. I'm like, this is a masterclass? Okay. Let's do the but wine one again. But, well, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like the microwave version of smoking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, I don't think this is going to be... Speed smoking. Speed, it's speed smoking. <laughs> so, I mean, really, if you have chicken breast or like a turkey tender or burgers, I think it's plenty of time. But if you have a side of brisket, <laughs> yeah. I, don't think, I don't think this is going to be enough. You well, know you I couldn't mean? get it in there, could you? <laughs> Well, I, it's, it's got some room. I mean, if it was, you could, a smaller brisket would fit in there, but I mean, if it's a oh. brisket, it's that thick. I mean, you're going to need to smoke it a long time to get that smoke flavor all the way through. So this yeah. is really for smaller things, but I'm just thinking for, you just want some chicken or some burgers, you know, for dinner, you yeah. don't have to go fire up the Barbie, you know, just put it on your stove. My crush is a wool throw. If anyone saw my Christmas decor, I had this stadium blanket over my dining room table and I just kind of really loved it. And I was like, oh, I'm just loving this plaid. And, you know, obviously the red and green needed to go away, but I was still sort of hooked on the plaid thing. And I then I was looking at, can I get a vintage stadium blanket in more neutral colors or wintry colors? And I rounded all around to... The Pendleton site, and oh, I yeah. purchased a new wool throw slash blanket. 
I love it. It is so soft. It's so beautiful. The colors are lovely. It's the Fifth Avenue uh, series. The plaid I got is Golden Dale. So I'm loving it. It, it looks it looks really great. And you know, that sort of burnt yellow, that ochre color is my accent color. Mm-hmm. That's in it and gray. And there was actually a little blue in it. And this really nice oatmeal color. It's really pretty. It's got the fringe. It's It's just lovely. Oh, and I love those plaid blankets and those it's probably made in the uk if it's no i think pendleton is a u.s company i think are they okay yeah i think so okay but anyway yeah that's a really good brand i guess at the end either way it's it's a wonderful brand yeah i was back and forth because it wasn't inexpensive it was like 199 dollars. they were having a sale and i thought this one was on sale but if you do go check the site out one of the plaids is on sale and i didn't want that plaid so of course the plaid i wanted was not on sale but i went for it anyway i thought about it for a couple of days and as i'm no i got i had to get the one i wanted which was not on sale of course oh well it's okay (laughs) Well, it's a late birthday present to yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely I'm checking. A a Made in the USA. I think they're from Maine. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've gotten confused with with another one. Yes, yes. Yeah, but they are having 60% off now. I don't know how long this is Oh, I've got to go check that out. But not the one I wanted. Okay, so our question today is from Tina M. Tina, thanks so much for listening and thanks for your email. Uh, Tina's question concerns purchasing some bar stools, and she did send some pictures. Uh, she's in a condo, you know, without getting too far into the weeds with exactly her decor. There's a lot of hard surfaces. It's a peninsula in her kitchen, uh, which is kind of a dark almost black granite, I think. The cabinets are brown, hard surface of the floor, and then the appliances and whatnot. And the peninsula does open to a living room, which she's got decorated very beautifully. And so her question was, what does she do about bar stools? And she had some likes and dislikes. And Tina, I have to say, I'm right on board with all your likes. You were talking about not metal, something Uh, upholstered maybe and I think that's definitely the way to go for your space in general if anybody's considering bar stools or counter stools well you obviously can have a choice of having it with the back or just an actual stool with no back I do like in some instances having no back because there's no visual noise Mm -hmm. from kitchen to the other room and vice versa but I think maybe in Tina's uh, situation you can she can introduce some more fabric and some more texture so i think maybe having the back would be good certainly more comfortable yes and more comfortable obviously in general you want to leave about 28 to 30 inches per seating area so if you take the length of your counter your island your peninsula and you just divide the length by 30 that would tell you how many seats you can have there comfortably. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have to scrunch, maybe you scrunch. That would also impact the type of stool or counter chair that you get because if you have to squeeze maybe one more kid in or something like that, you don't want to have a, a chair or a stool with 
a big profile. You know, you don't want something with arms or a lot of tufting or rolled things and whatnot. So for Tina, um, she, I don't know how many she needs there, and I don't know how long that peninsula is. She but talked about three. It. She talked about yeah. Three. I think three would clearly be the max. It might be a little tight, depending on the type of chair she chooses. But Tina, if you're listening, and anybody else that's in the market for something like this, I did find some, uh, and I put the links in the show notes. So I chose two that were tufted and with backs and one that was more of a stool with nail heads for you to look at. Oh, nice. Well, I was actually thinking about something a little different. I was looking oh, at good. her. I was inspired by her blue and white rug. Uh, so I'm thinking blue and white. Uh, I'm thinking about those Parisian uh, woven bistro chairs. Oh, They make bar stools. And I think that would be so beautiful. Uh, those are pretty comfortable. We have them not in bar stools, but we have, well, actually I do have a couple of those in bar stools, but I have them in chairs that we use on the back porch and they're very comfortable, but the beauty of them is that they wipe clean. So, you know, the fabric, you don't have to worry about stains or anything, spilling anything on them. Uh, but I think that would be a nice, it's a, it's a modern look, but yet traditional as well. Rift off that, Tina, or grab one of those suggestions. Hopefully that helps you. And you do have a beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful condo, lots of windows and natural light. Thanks again for emailing us and for listening. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. 